Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as a doll anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. to a new episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro, and with me as always is... John! All right, we nailed it, like, something sexual I don't can't think of right now. Anyway, uh, welcome out to what? this week. I don't know! Sexual? I don't, I was trying, yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode. We all should hope you wish, no matter where you are, you had a good Father's Day. We all did. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we had some nice uh, comments on the music, uh, personal comments. Uh, nothing I can actually remember to put here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible. Just believe us. Just damn believe it. us, damn it. Um, so, uh, as, I, as I was trying to allude to, we do voicemails, emails, and Twitter. If you respond to us at, at some point. Um, and, and to note, for some of those people who are watching us live right now via Ustream, um, we have a comment out there that says, I'm not a father, so it's kind of awkward. I understand that, and if not, I hope you had a good time celebrating with your father, or yeah. fathers, or someone who treats you like a father, or that they have been a father. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you, even if you've had a conversation where someone calls, says, who's your daddy? Yeah, and, and they end up not being your dad. Yeah, or you end up not being your daddy. Yeah, that would be- that would make that would a little be, more sense. Yeah, and that would be scary, though, too, because it's just for it. <laughs> For the real crust of that joke, check out our Ustream, where you can see yeah. me sip a cup of what would seem to be coffee, but it's not. Um, so our first uh, voicemail email on Twitter feed uh, is actually from Twitter. Michael Perez Twitters us with... Uh, you forgot about Ed McMahon as a response to our initial Twitter, which is so David Carradine, Farrah Falson, and Michael Jackson, and then the lady from Harper Valley PTA died too. Yeah. So that was that Twitter. Um, Willis, who is a, a, a huge fan of the show, which we thank you very much for, it, by the way. Um, if, if, as a matter of fact, you want to learn how to be a good fan, you talk to Willis. Right. Or w- Wills. God damn it. Every fucking. You know what? We're gonna. I, we should have a segment of the show every week where I go. When I, you say someone's name wrong. I say someone's name wrong, and nine times out of ten, it's always Will's or me or Will. Yeah. Or John, do I say your name wrong? No, I'm just. Hey, it's a joke, yeah. Hey George, how you doing over there? <laughs> it's it, it's John actually. <laughs> okay, George. Um, with uh, Will, <laughs> God damn it, Twitter's us. With are you really supporting that site or have you been hacked? Um, apparently we were hacked this last weekend on yeah. Twitter. Um, if you follow us at Twitter or are confused, what we're talking about, we're on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash good bad geeky. 
Um, I didn't know we were hacked because I'm, yeah. not, I'm not on Twitter. doesn't use Twitter. We even, not on Twitter. Didn't we at one point give you like the, the text message where, where how you pay attention? You like see something, you just text, and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I am fully capable of doing it. I just won't. Well, you know, to just ask you about this though, you've noted before. As a matter of fact, it's one of my favorite Facebook messages ever. Is John's away messages? I yeah, never I, have, and I never ever will again. Update this message. <laughs> I will never update my status. <laughs> I will never update my status. And the thing is, is that it's true though. Like you know, I don't. Like now, now just to ask. Now maybe it's because I'm a weird technophile kind of guy, <laughs> and I'm a beast at everything. I mean, techno. You know, I try to be. I get into like Twitter. Like when Twitter came out, I got uh-huh. onto it. Facebook, yeah, yeah. whatever. Because I'm a whore. Um, <laughs> what? Why? What stops you from doing that? I. Matter of fact, I don't even see you post anything. Like, I'm surprised <laughs> that there are pictures of you that are on Facebook. There's like 200 pictures of me on I Facebook. Know. None of them are mine that <laughs> I posted. Okay. Well, like, okay. I don't post anything. I, I've i changed my profile picture maybe twice. Yes, you have. That's right. Because um, mostly it's been one with, with a car. Yeah, I got my and new car like two wife. years ago. Yeah. And that was like the week I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like you do like a super bad pose by the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Amanda's uh, sister says that it's an Ace Ventura pose. I look like Ace Ventura. I can see that. I, yeah, I, you yeah. know, I'll go with Ace Ventura. Yeah. Not personally, just the pose. <laughs> but yeah, I don't post anything, ever. <laughs> And probably never will. I, it's but, not that I am lazy or anything. Cause well, I know I see you on sometimes. Yeah, and I it's just, just like I, even though, like even same time I am like it, it's better to text or call you. Well, see that's my thing. I feel that why well, embrace technology way too much. <laughs> yeah, text messaging is about as as technical technologically advanced. Other than. When it comes to communication, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think you see, but I, I envy that to a degree because I hate talking on the phone. And that's even yeah. before I, I had a job where I do talk on the phone a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't like talking on the phone because I'd rather read people better personally. Yeah. But texting, though, I like or I am because you can think what you're going to say. And yeah, then even definitely. if it takes you 15 minutes, you don't you can't fuck it up. And yeah. if you do, it's your own fault. Yeah. I lo- like, I love text messaging, but it comes to a point where if you're going to have a whole conversation with me... Mm-hmm. You might as well I'd rather just call me. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's to me text messaging. Some people, it's like they have to have the last text. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Okay, well, you know, and they'll reply back. Okay. See, I think that's when what... I think it's kind of assumed that you agree with that statement. Yeah, well, <laughs> unless they are going to reply back like, no, fuck you, I'm not going to ever talk to you again. <laughs> but I don't think someone would do that. <laughs> I, I hope not. Well, no, I mean, we, we had that... Well, I think that's a perfect example is our tech mm-hmm. message. Now, usually, I think I am... Because I just want to be conf- uh, Sure, there's a difference between being clear and a difference between just saying... Okay. But see, that's but see, I am... That, that's the reason why I don't like talking to the phone. I've told you this before. Like, uh-huh. And we've even done this before. I've done this with everybody. It's like, okay, man, that's cool. All right, I'll see you later. All right, bye. No, no, all right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. I'll see you there. And it just lingers for about yeah. 15 yeah. minutes. It's absolutely embarrassing and horrible. And then you feel like a... Like a fucking gay asshole for fucking keeping on, but like texting like this weekend, we were trying to make sure about the time of the show, yeah, yeah. and I just assumed that you know what we've done this enough now. I don't have to take back the uh, obligatory okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just didn't. But, we're like uh, we're gonna do this, but this at this time, this yeah, you know, this this time. Okay, and you say, all right, that sounds good. Uh, and and I then rather I, than someone saying, sure, that sounds good too. I'll see you then. 
you send back. Okay, see you then. All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just keeps going. <laughs> oh, well, that went on rather long. Yeah. Uh, our next one uh, is uh, in response to J.J. Abrams, the director of Star Trek and creator of A-List and Lost. Um, he has a uh, new producer role on the Mission Impossible 4. Johnny Zito twittered to us, heard Ori saying the next Star Trek isn't even at the idea stage, so I guess uh, he has time. Uh, Ori is one of the writers of uh, Transformers 2 and the Star Trek movie, mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. that's good. For plugging, uh, <laughs> what the plugging? Oh God, yeah. Uh, John, won't you take that All whole right. section? If you'd like to get a hold of us, <laughs> comment. You know, send us an email, Twitter us, whatever. Or you can actually leave us a voicemail too. Yeah, leave us a voicemail. Those are fun. Yeah. Uh, area code six one four three six four four zero eight eight. We'll play them on the show. Yeah, we'll way. play them on the show. Hope if, if they're good. <laughs> yeah, if it's just you saying like. Dad, you saying, hey, yeah. Nick, uh, just seen One time I wanted to be a wrong number and be like, yeah, uh, hey, um, I'm calling about the, uh, you know, where? Calling about Freedom Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Watch it be some, like, really important, like, oh, uh, yeah, that uh, emergency heart that you ordered is in. Please call me back at this number. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's our voicemail, 614-364-4088, or you can get us on Twitter. At twitter.com, forward slash goodbaggeeky, or at goodbaggeeky, or at gmail, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, you can send us an email, or you can use the contact us link at our, at our web, Jesus Christ, at our website, gbgpodcast.com. Alright, that was our Twitter voicemail email section, so thank everyone for writing, um, oh wait a minute, my voice sound really low in this thing? Maybe it's my headphones. Well, that's the thing. Here's the thing I will say about these microphones. You will hear yourself in ways you've yeah. never heard myself. And it does feel a little bit like... See, John, you honestly have a good radio voice. I, on the other hand... I have a face for radio. I, okay, I wouldn't say that. But, I mean, you have the pipes for it, uh, I would say. Now, me, on the other hand, I could have the pipes, but I get start getting talky-talky. Yeah. I start running words together, and I say, turn, um, um, um a lot. Uh-huh. I'm horrible. Like right now, I'm trying focusing really hard to sound a lot more professional, uh-huh. and I'm and when I do that, I then I can't think. I just totally lost what I was going to say. So let's go ahead and do news. Start the news. Yeah, uh, John, yeah. would you like to do the news for um, the first page? Watch that first one because I can't read that name. Missy Peregrine. Peregrine. Oh, okay. Thank you. Missy Peregrine <laughs> lands the ABC drama entitled Copper. Said to be Grey's Anatomy set to a cop set within a cop precinct. Oh dear God, we need another one of those. Yeah, another cop show. And another cop show. I was more referring to Grey's Anatomy. Well, yeah, yeah. Either way, I tried. Does Amanda watch that? No. <sighs> See, I'm she's like one of the few girls that I know that doesn't that I know mm-hmm. of that doesn't watch that because I tried watching. Was it the one with Izzy and George and all that? The big hoopla. Yeah. Were oh God, it's a horrible show. I'm sorry, ladies. I just cannot. <laughs> I can't dig it. I can't dig it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. As for Ocello, friend of the show, Bill Lawrence, said Scrubs will come back as Paper Chase, but with the medical field. Have you seen that? No. Paper Chase? My dad told me about it, and there are some clips on it. Yeah. It's really like Scrubs, but with lawyers. Huh. And if you read, like, the Wikipedia entry on it, it says, like, he gets obsessed with one of his teachers he's trying to impress. Yeah. Looking for a father mentor figure. Like Scrubs, but this time, but it takes place in school, not in a learning hospital. Huh. So this will take place between both, 
which um, very cool. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. All right, no problem. All right, uh, Perez Hilton, the blogger on uh, PerezHilton.com, is was slugged by the Black Eyed Peas manager. Really, he was hit. Yeah. Oh, do you even hear about this? No. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. He twittered it. Uh huh. He got attacked and assaulted, and he said someone seriously needs to call the cops now. And he kept twittering about it. Finally, the cops were called, and he pressed charges against the manager of the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. And then Will I Am to combat everyone supporting Paris Hilton at first got on created a Twitter account did a YouTube video proclaiming that Paris harassed uh, Fergie okay being uh, backhanded complimentive and it, it reached the point where it made her cry yeah. and so he stepped in to tell him to back off and apparently the escalation ensued from there huh so but yeah they're pursuing legal action ever since then people have been pissed at Paris Paris or whatever the hell Perez, his name is yeah. Perez huh I need to read that last part, man. I guess he called him Peapods. Blah, blah, blah. Bitched about it on his website. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I should have made that clear. I would see... Some of yeah. these are actually the Twitters I type, so I have to yeah. keep everything on 140 characters. Yeah. Sort of. Alright, um... Steve Jobs is returning to Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. He apparently had a... Kidney... Job replaced? Huh. I don't remember, but he had something done. Huh. But, well, there was a lot of concern. Can Apple continue? Can Apple make a great product? And it's like, no, that iPhone came out. New versions of the iPhone came out. This and that came out. Yeah. Well, that, that uh, notebook that you were telling me about, oh, the it air. officially came back. Yeah. It oh. officially came out when huh. Jobs was missing and the stock didn't drop, so. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, all right. Uh, Pushing Daisy's creator, Brian Fuller, confirms he's fled heroes. That I'm not that it, watching that show will be a chore next year. Yeah, this year, whatever. Mm. Speaking of a show that will probably be horrible to watch, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jessica Simpson has signed for The Price of Beauty, a documentary series where she travels the world with locals on VH1, targeted for a 2010 launch. Wow, that sounds that sounds absolutely horrible. Yeah, I, I, I have no. I'm sorry, Jessica Simpson should never be allowed to do anything. I can't really stand it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shudder, shudder with me now. <laughs> All right. All right. Tr Knight leaves. What? Tr Knight George. Oh, leaves. Leaves. High goal, aka Izzy, stays on Grey's Anatomy. Gotcha. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I am here for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but pretty much, uh, I gotta say, the way this show did it was good. Okay, TR Knight complains all season long, no one's watching the show, right? Uh-huh. Or he's not on the show. Izzy complains that the writers aren't writing her Oscar, uh, sorry, Emmy winning material. Yeah. And she promises supposedly that neither one is leaving the show. Uh-huh. Or Izzy's not leaving the show. Anyway. George, it leaks that George or someone at the set wants out of their contract. Everyone thinks it's Heigl because she's having a movie career. It ends up being George, okay. T.R. Knight. And the last episode, like every other episode apparently, he just disappears. No one knows where he's not relevant to the story. At the mm-hmm. end, there's this John Doe who got hit and dragged under by a bus. Yeah. And he's just horribly deformed. And they and apparently he said he was going to go join the army. And then that was the last thing on her. And so they were going to confront him. Yeah. And then apparently someone made a comment. Like, what do you think he is? 007? 
at the very end, they realize that he starts tapping out zero seven or zero zero seven, and that's when they realize, oh my God, John Doe is George. And then at the end, it gives you the impression that George and Izzy possibly die. Uh huh. And it was a big like, oh my God, really? Whoa! Even I was like, well played, Sandra Rams, well played. <laughs> but your show still sucks. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Let's see here, what do we got next? Uh, Universal and Reese Wither Reese Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon are developing Farm Girl, an aspirational comedy centering on one woman's odyssey through the industry. Farm Girl. I don't know. Reese Witherspoon comedies are sort of. Yeah. I mean, I like romantic comedies, but they just seem a little. Yeah. Yeah. Farm spelled P H A R M, like pharmacy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, at least the title's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris Hemsworth, Josh Peck, and Adrian Palicki. Palicki are cast in the remake of Red Dawn. Go Wolverines. Woo! Eh, I'm not going to do that. Well, except for the kind that play football. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. All but the Michigan Wolverines, as in Michigan University. We don't like you, Michigan. You're mean to us. O-H. I-O. <laughs> All right. Uh, Star Trek director J.J. Abrams has officially signed as producer of Mission Impossible 4. No word yet if he'll direct. Yeah, which is what a reference of the Twitter response was for. Yep. Uh, house fans. The normal cast won't show up until the second episode of the season. Season. First episode of season six will only feature House and Wilson as regulars. I, I don't know. Now, this is weird. Uh... I don't know if you... I've, I've not played the game, but I've seen it. There's a game called uh, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, uh, Avi Arad, formerly of Marvel Entertainment and Marvel uh, Comic Films, whatever they're called now. They're going to try to make it into a movie. Um, the story follows a descendant of explorer Sir Francis Drake, a treasure hunter named Nate Drake, who believes he has learned the whereabouts of El Dorado, the fabled South American golden city, from a cursed golden statue. The search becomes competitive... Yeah, com- competitive. When a rival hunter joins the fray and then is ratcheted up several notches when creatures, actually mutated descendants of Spaniards and Nazis, begin attacking those hopefuls to learn the treasure's true secrets. That just seems like... <laughs> I don't know, like, it seems like a possible cool version of what Indian Jones should possibly be now. Yeah. With a younger cast and probably, I don't know. Sure. Um, word has it that Christmas 2010, Warner Brothers has a film called Metropolis, which is a possible follow-up to the end of CW Smallville. Any cool news reports on this? And notice there's a small chance that may be a rumor or something else altogether. But what they can tell, there is something brewing with Superman at WB, and they think that this might be it. And it might be for theaters, or it might be a TV-made movie, but they had it apparently at Show West. That's how... Oh, excuse me. They There was word on it. So... The movie 300, uh, directed by Zack Snyder of 300 and Watchmen fame, will begin a follow-up or sequel. Comic book writer Frank Miller, who wrote and drew the original 300, will be pinning the comic book that the film will be adapting, huh. and they're hoping to have it within the next few years. I, I, you know, I finally saw 300. I didn't really care for it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's a good action movie. Yeah, but I mean, like, I want to see it. It's, I heard it's a big guy movie, but yeah, it, oh, it is. But like, it's just, it just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love guy movies. Next, the next guy. Um, but there are some times where it's like almost too overkill. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later in the review section. 
Transformers. Um, <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds will star and buried playing a civilian contractor who's kidnapped in Iraq and awakens buried in a coffin in the desert, armed with only a cell phone, candle, and a knife. CBS counters NBC with pro. Now, I think this is that cool. Sound very. Project. If he's buried in a coffin with a cell phone, a candle, and a knife. Cell phone have batteries, so it work. I don't. You know what? <laughs> I like the way you think. Okay. It's a good point. And it's a good point. You know? Yeah, it's a My very My cell good phone, you can turn it on and a GPS can, like, track it. Into it. Unless it's a big, like, 1980s cell phone. This is a Zach Morris cell phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. And then like, you go. Help, I'm in a coffin somewhere. Yeah, yeah let me just turn phone. it on. All right, I'll be here. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll dwiddle the wood with my knife from within the coffin. <laughs> Here, I can't see. Oh, wait, I have a candle. Let me burn myself to death. <laughs> Keep a fire warm. Uh, CBS counters NBC with Project Leno, which I find very awesome. Project <laughs> Leno, and again, I don't like Jay Leno, so that's the reason why. Project yeah. Leno essentially is a toolkit for affiliates across the nation, CBS affiliates, I should say, to help the stations promote the all-important 10 p.m. hour that leads into the all-important late news. The package includes sponsorable broadcast sports, web banners, tangible radio spots, behind-the-scene visionettes, and a affiliate swap spot to promote 10 p.m. I nailed that bitch! Yeah! <laughs> I was thought I was gonna fuck What's, it up. What is? Because it? it's not just Leno. It's L period, E period, N period, O period. What does it stand for? You know what? I don't know. It, I'm sure in the original article it did say that, <laughs> but I didn't think it was important. Yeah. I think it's late evening, night, something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Ed McMahon's, uh, okay, yeah, this is sad. This is, that was sad. Yeah. Ed McMahon's publicist is a celebration of the late show, uh, late tonight show psychic who died Tuesday at 86 is set for July 1st on NBC. Yeah. I'll be watching it because yeah. any clips they can show of Johnny, I'll, I'll watch her. I have the, uh, the, uh, best of the tonight show with it. Oh, good. No, yeah. no that, it's that okay. I know what you meant. With Johnny Carson. Yeah. Oh, DVD. Epic Man's on there. Dude is... Oh, it's fun. The great Car... Is it great Carmichael or Carmine? Carmack. 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 I am uh, thinking of... <laughs> uh, the Academy Awards are stepping it up a bit. Not only have they made Best Picture Field up to ten films away from five, they have now added new stipulations to Best Song. Now, this is what I found really interesting. Rules for the 82nd Oscar show next March will require that at least one song must achieve a minimum score of 8.25 on a scale of 6 to 10 in voting by members of the Academy's music branch to be nominated. Hmm. That is absolutely batshit insane, but it's very cool to, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But, oh God. I mean, first off, it's good because... I can. I feel it's almost like the academy was like, so uh, we're we're kicking along. Oh, the ratings still wasn't as good as it were yeah, up, but still not yeah. as good as we as the heyday. And yet, and supposedly more people should be watching TV. So what are we doing wrong? And then they looked at it, and people got pissed about Dark Knight and Wally not even being nominated yeah. for the wrong category. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? So Fuck we'll yeah, just you nominate everything for Best Picture, and you know oh, God, that way people that don't watch the Academy Awards ever maybe seven movies I would say sure, but yeah. ten seems like well apparently I, I didn't know this. I, I mean I'll be fair. Apparently the old like the the like original Academy Awards thing had like twelve. Yeah, 13 back movies. in uh, when uh, Casablanca won, I think uh, there was ten. 
It's not the first time they've had ten. No, I, I, I th- didn't they have more at one point even? I think up to twelve or thirteen or something. Yeah, something at one like point. that. Yeah, Amanda was telling me about that. Yeah, which that blew my mind because I never see. I'm I'm fascinated by that stuff like some like old time Hollywood because yeah. <laughs> first off, you can have some good actors in old time Hollywood, but then you also have some of the really bad cheesy John Marsh acting, and then you have yeah. the Academy Awards, which in themselves were this actually huge event. I, I don't know, like I, I'm encapsulated by that. Uh, but uh, I I don't know. Now, I will state, though, I hope because of that, they will, uh, that they will have, like, I hope Up gets nominated. I will say that. Yeah. Because um, it, w- it would be a crime. Uh, dear God, no. Transformers 2 wins best story is the day <laughs> I just weep in, in my home or wherever I'm at. That would make me cry. Um <laughs> You want me to take the next one too? Sure. All right. Uh, more details emerge on the upcoming Spider-Man musical, uh, which is written by uh, members of U2 and directed by Julie Taymor of the film Across the Universe and the Broadway version of The Lion King fame. It is called Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark. Yeah, that's great. And Rachel Evan Wood has huh. been cast as Mary Jane Watson. Meanwhile, as Alan Cumming is playing the villainous Norman Osborn, aka Green Goblin, and I, I gotta tell you. Uh, I really like Alan Cumming. Um, I think that would yeah. be pretty cool. I mean, he's a good actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, Rachel Evan, one I can't really vouch for, I mean, she's supposedly in that Whatever Works movie by Woody Allen and uh, Larry David. Uh-huh. That's out right now. I think she's in that, and that looks promising. So I'm not going to judge her, but the hmm. idea of Turn Off the Dark, and I, I do wonder how they're going to do the Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to judge it, but some of the music I heard initially from the initial demo, I think even before U2 came on, and they supposedly they kept some of it and tweaked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know for that. That's rumor I, from one in my yeah. head. If I remember correctly, huh. I didn't really dig it. It's okay. <laughs> James Frey, author of A Million Little Pieces, had Michael Bay pick up an option to write direct a film based on his unpublished sci-fi book called I Am Number Four, uh, <laughs> which I have no idea what it's about. Maverick, nobody really does except for, I, I would think, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. But um, And I think we sort of talked about this, but I think it's 100% official now. Like, it got picked up. Was uh, Noah Wiley and Steven Spielberg are doing a new pilot on TNT, and they confirmed that it's officially about an alien invasion kind of thing. Huh. And Steven Spielberg, I love his response, which is, last time I did a show with Noah Wiley, it, it, it did pretty, it pretty did okay. And of course, that was ER. ER yeah. lasted for 30 fucking years, it felt like. Um, sorry, that was, <laughs> I probably didn't need to exaggerate that much, but um, especially with the F word, I apologize. Um, this just makes me weep in all kinds of ways. Um, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, as last we reported when this was done, yesterday late late night, around 1 or 2 in the morning, a follow-up of the Smash Robot hit of 2007 earned an estimated $201.2 million at the box office. I, I know, and did you see the first one? Yeah. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, enjoyable, okay. Now, did you see it in theaters? Did you see it at home? I saw it at home. Did that hurt your 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 mind and your eyes? I'm not talking about like because it was bad, but I'm talking about like did it hurt your eyes to watch the film? In what way? What What do you mean? I don't know. Like it's just too much shit going on. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just throwing um, that out there. We'll, 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 when I watched it, <laughs> when I watched it, I watched it when we were living in our apartment on our 20 inch TV. I know. 
<laughs> so I didn't get the full effect. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I will say this. I saw a clip of it, because Megan Fox was on David Lerman, I think, Thursday or some night this week, and I watched a clip of it. Uh-huh. I saw her on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. And yeah, I don't clip. know why I was watching Jimmy Kimmel. I think because I was flipping through, and she happened to be on. And who doesn't want to not yeah. turn away from that, yeah. to be fair? Uh, she can draw pretty good. What's that? She she can draw. Like, she's an artist. Is she really? Yeah, she drew a picture of Jimmy Kimmel for him, and it, was, it looked pretty good. Like, cartoonish wow. looking, you know? Well, I did not get that. Cool. I, I just... Remember the clip, though, they showed for the new movie? I already saw the movie at that point. Uh-huh. The clip they showed, though, I was like, oh, my God, that actually looks cool. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've already seen the movie, and my eyes still hurt. <laughs> um, I'll, we'll explain more what that means here after the break. We also have some comments on, well, really, just one comment on the Ghostbusters. Well, actually, that's not true. You know what? We will go by word of mouth, because I actually remember what they said this time. We'll talk about Ghostbusters, the video game, and a few other uh, crazy things. And we'll also, cost, of course... Talk about the Transformers mm-hmm. and the crazy Tootsie Tootsie. Um, we'll be right back right after this.
Hi everyone, this is Nick Nitro. This was recorded after the following segment. Um, I'm not entirely sure what happened. Uh, there was some new equipment that was purchased for my iMac, um, and apparently I didn't set it up properly. So uh, you're going to hear uh, the podcast sound normal for a bit, and this even affected the Ustream channel as well. But um, there was an issue with a USB overheating a bit, and that's my fault. I apologize, but the last probably five to ten minutes of the episode is a little crunchy. And also, initially, if you watched the Ustream, me and John worked on doing a version of I Want You Back uh, by Michael Jackson. Um, I really apologize. I apologize especially to John. Me and John did not know after John already left. Um, we thought we nailed it. Um, we had, And if anything, I thought we had it two times. If I lost that version, we had the Ustream version. They're both, um, as you can hear, we sound fine, except for the microphones didn't pick us up that well because... I'm an idiot who overloaded the USB server, so I apologize in advance. The normal podcast version, actually, because the mics are pretty darn good, you can make us out for the most part. It's just we sound like we have like a weird synthesizer voice. So um, we thought that we'd best leave it in because it sort of makes up for some of the uh, – we sort of wrap up what we talk about. So I'm going to finish rambling now and get back to the episode. Thank you very much for your patience, and we'll have it corrected by next week. Thanks. And you turned a little feminine there. <laughs> I know. I totally did. Mad topic skills. Um, all right. Well – First off, I want to I'm going to do this the short, easy way. For those who do not want spoilers for the Ghostbusters video game, I'm going to just give you the short review right now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it greatly, and you know what? We we'll even go by our good friend Will. His response was not really ha ha funny, but plenty of chuckles. Great character design. He played the Wii version, and the story is decent. A bit repetitive. Music is meh, and well, overall, I feel like what Ghostbusters should be mostly. All right. I will sort of agree with that game, uh, that review, but I will also say that I loved it at the same time. I agree with those statements, but I absolutely loved it. And now here for, and this spoiler review is for people who will probably never (laughs) ever play the game. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, I I thought it was all kinds of awesome. I, I, I being, I'm a guy, I grew up with Ghostbusters. I had like the little toy proton pack. I did too. Uh, I even had, yeah, Stay Puft, Slimer. Okay. I had all of it. The PKE meter, the little plastic one, you like went like that, and uh-huh. then you turn the top. I, I had all that stuff. <laughs> um, I think I even still have the firehouse. Like it's just one of those toys that I just never oh, yeah. got thrown away. Thing. Um, and I, yeah, I took horrible care of it. Like I slimed it so much. Like the slime is like still like sort of stuck <laughs> on there. Um, okay, but oh, okay. <laughs> I need a new drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. That sounds, sounds quite the same. I wonder if they went to, to court over that. They should yes, have. Yes, they did. They did. I know. Yeah. I think apparently like they weren't supposed that to talk. sarcasm, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't tell. <laughs> Good sarcasm is when you can't tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I thought it was great. For the little problems that the game had, the fact that the the game was just dead on, and the story was was it tie it acted honestly like uh, the supposal rumor of what the third script would should have been, which is almost hell on earth to a degree, mm-hmm. which is um, pretty much uh, something happens at this go. The, there's a Gozer exhibit at the museum, mm-hmm. and something gets less loose inside the museum. 
and it causes all the ghosts to break out. And apparently, as a nod to the cartoon, by the way, they have Slimer captive because Ray and Egon sort of like Slimer, and they don't. They just want to test and study him. Well, that wave pisses does something. Slimer escapes. They have, so yeah. the training level is you're in the Cedric Hotel, <clears throat> sort of as a nod to the first Ghostbuster game. You pretty much retrace your entire steps and you uh-huh. fight some ghosts. It's awesome. It's cool. Huh. You can like you can grab the ghost and like slam him up into the chandelier and watch chandelier shatter and yeah, yeah. everything is pretty much almost destructible in the game. Huh. So like when you you like you whoa 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 nice shooting you can do all that it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um but pretty much when that happens, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man appears and he's looking for something and as the game goes on, you realize that someone's trying to bring bring back Gozer and Gozer his He's trying to pick a better destructor, destructor form, and the form of the destructor that Gozer was in the last movie was Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. So when you kill Stay Puff, you actually kill Gozer. Okay. Again, and then you realize that the person that you ends up controlling everything is actually Ivo Shandor, the guy who built all the buildings. And guess what buildings that he he built in New York? The museum, the public library. Uh-huh. And Dana Barrett's building. It ties okay. everything together. It even talking about the, the, the river of slime. It ties into all that. Uh-huh. I, it ties into the movie beautifully. You fight the, the ghost in the library. You realize that they, they're obsessed with the ghost. Okay. Really funny. Like, there's some really great jokes, which is, uh, Egon, man, how do you, uh, how do you find time to work on all these cool projects you're giving the rookie there? And he's just like, well, I'm trying a new experiment. <laughs> it's where I only sleep 14 minutes a day so I can work on new, new things. Yeah, it's set with uh-huh. Harold Ramis, all the original voice. So it's set with that. Oh, it's I, I loved it. <laughs> now, bad parts about the game is that they play the pretty much the entire first movie soundtrack. Dun 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 dun. You hear that throughout the entire freaking game. Yeah, that's a little annoying. Also, some of the controls feel wonky, but it's actually quite enjoyable. They have the entire cast back, and while Bill Murray is good at doing the voice of Peter Venkman. It feels like he's doing it for a cartoon, and if you listen closely, it sort of feels like he's phoning it in at some points, uh-huh. but he's not. I don't know. It's a really weird thing. Like It sounds like he's been doing cartoon voices before, okay. so it sounds like he's sort of overacting a bit, but really he should just be Peter Venkman or yeah. you know Bill Murray, which, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's a weird thing. It doesn't sound huh. bad, but with everybody else, it, it just feels like they're going up and reading. He yeah. just goes up like he's trying to act. It's not working. Um, uh, beyond that... I just, uh, people eat, yeah, people eat marshmallows for weeks on end because you blow him up, which, that was the other funny thing, it's, uh, he comes up on the building when you're, when you attack him and you blow him off, okay. and Bankman's just like, Ray, quick question, yeah, 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 Peter, if uh, a giant 30-foot marshmallow man, and you see these three little gnats, and they knock you off a 30, like a 50-foot building, would you be a little mad? And Ray's like, oh, f- I'd be pissed. Oh, like that. And all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> and he's climbing up the building to get you. Some yeah. of that shit's funny. I, huh. I will agree with uh, Wills as well. It's not super funny, but there's enough moments that are sort of chuckling. Ain't, matter of fact, there's one line at the end that the Bankman has, which kills me, which is Ivo, the architect. That's his name. Yeah. He's like, it's like, what do you think this whole place is? This is the ghost world. He's built everything. It's like, so what? He's, you know, he's going. He's mad because someone stole his pencil. No, Peter. He's probably going to destroy everything because he's the architect. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
It was great. I, huh. I recommend, and I played a little bit of the multiplayer. The multiplayer is really a lot of fun. I, yeah. I recently got, I was telling John earlier, I got Xbox Live. I've been addicted to Xbox Live. <laughs> <sighs> awesome. I cannot say enough about Xbox Live. I am also currently playing Call of Duty 4. If you'd like to reach me, DJ Nick Nitro. Uh, you will probably murder me in the game because I am horrible at it. <laughs> but I want to throw that out there. If you want to befriend me, I'm totally up for it. I'm up for any type of game. And I currently have someone out playing Ghost, but I've rented the game out. And they're really enjoying it right now themselves. So yeah. when they beat the game, they say they're going to get back to me. Huh. So if anyone has Ghostbusters would like to play me or you Call of Duty, I'm totally for it. So, uh, yeah, that's my review on Ghostbusters. I tried to make... I, I thought it was going to be more spoilerific, but I ended up not being too. Mm. But, uh... But yeah. Oh, and they brought back this is oh my god. They brought back Max Foncito mm-hmm. as the voice of the painting of Vigo the Carpathian because you have the painting standing up there and all he does is if you interact with the painting is he insults you. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Um yeah. Uh, that was a good game. Like that's your thing too. Half the game you're spent with the PKE meter on, like Ray with the big goggles, so your so your vision's like this. Yeah. When you put them on, your vision's like this, and it's really creepy. Willis, you had the Wii version, which is a little bit more kid friendly. Did did the library seem really scary with the kids and everything? We're talking to someone in our Ustream audience right now. No. Now, see, I don't know, maybe... I think it's because the, the the Wii version and the PS2 version have caricatures of the thing. Like, in the PS3 and the mm-hmm. Xbox 360, everything looks like it's real. Like, they all look like they did in 1991, 1992. Everything looks like that. Um, you go into the library, and the, shush, the librarian is leading you down to this path. Yeah. And you enter one room where you enter the nursery, and when you get down in there, you just hear these little kids start laughing and, and like, sort of snickering, and you can't hmm. hear anything. When you put the PKE goggles on, you see, like, kids finger painting, or not kids actually doing it, but it looks like they finger painted with their slime. Okay. Of their, it, and it's really creepy. And then you see this little panda bear, like, running around on the floor, and then you get over, there's this big tree of black slime. And the bear is just sort of dancing there. I mean, and then you hear the kids going, huh. you shouldn't be here. You're going to die. Like that. It's really, you're just like, this is a little creepy. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, there's no kids in it, but there's kids' voices, and it does a little creepy because, you know, I just, yeah. kids, little kids, kids creep me out. I don't, <laughs> yeah, they, they creep me out. But, um, huh. yeah, that was scary. Anyway, uh, Moving on from that, I would say Ghostbusters, get it. Uh, probably not on sale if you're not a big fan, but if you're a huge fan, you're going to love it because it does make you feel like you're an actual Ghostbuster. Uh, moving along. Transformers 2. <sighs> I just cannot. Okay, I saw the movie. Yeah, okay, this is. I hate to say this. You know, we'll talk about both, but uh-huh. I hate to say this, but Transformers 2 will sadly always be tied in to how I found out Michael Jackson died. Because we saw the movie... Uh, Saturday and Thursday or something. I think it was Thursday. Thursday. And yeah, because you sent me a text message. Yeah. I wanted to know if I could. I, I had to work, so I wouldn't know. No, yeah. Uh, well, see, I, I figured I just wanted to ask anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we went to the movie, and me and my dad saw it. And the movie was, for a popcorn film and a Michael Bay film, yeah. tons of explosions, tons of robot fights. It was great. But there was so much going on because the first time we saw the movie, me and my dad, I would consider. Let me break down the movie theater of how I see it. There's the very, very front where you're looking straight up. Yeah. There's the middle front where you're sort of like in the second tier of a, of a normal big size theater. Then there's the the pure middle. There's the back of the middle, and then there's the very, very top. 
Mm-hmm. First time we saw the movie, we were in the middle front. This time we decided we would go in the middle back. So that's like two whole sections up. Yeah. We saw an IMAX, which is bigger screen. We should have seen on the way top. It hurt my eyes. Yeah. Too much stuff going on. Too much stuff going on. Like, well, the first movie, my head hurt. Yeah. This time, like, it hurt to, like, I had to sit, I was like, that, and that's what happened. I got this, tw- I have some people's Twitters go right to my phone. I have a friend from work that said, God, uh, God rest in peace, uh, the Prince of Pitophilia. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the King of Pop, Prince of Pop. You'll be missed, R.I.P. Yeah. And I'm just like, did Michael Jackson die? But like, and I'm, my eyes hurt, so I'm thinking I'm fucking dreaming this shit. Yeah. So I call my mom up, who's at home, and she's like, yeah, dude, Michael Jackson's dead. So I'm sitting there in the freaking lobby going, mm. are you kidding me? Like, it's just a well, weird, surreal experience. How I heard was, well... All right, well, you're talking about the movie. We can talk. We'll, no, no, we'll no. Talking. Pretty much that's all I have to say about the movie. Oh, except for I thought the twins were offensive. They're funny as hell, but the twin robots are offensive. I heard that. I heard like about that. And every time they said the, the word, like there was one point, it's like, it's like, man, you such a pussy. And every time you're just like, whoa, fucking kids movie, man. Like, yeah. really? Like, no, I understand it's to sell toys and shit, but I mean, yeah. come on. I And a part mm. of the adult of me is just like, yeah, he fucking said pussy. Yeah, robots talking manly talk. Yeah. And then you're just like, and then you look around, there's like kids, and you're like, oh shit, I feel sort of bad. Hmm. And every time they would say something like that, they would, it's always during a fight scene or something, and they try to put an unneeded sound effect to almost cover it up, but you can very clearly hear what they're saying. Yeah. And I, I don't know, the, the, the parent in me would seem a little like, you know what, I don't really want my kids to watch that. Yeah. And also there's one point where it's like, yeah man, you can't read it all, and they have like big ears, big buck teeth. And it looked like they're popped out and bling a little bit, like robot, like mechanical bling. It's, it felt yeah. like I was watching Al Jolson on the Transformers. Huh. It was very weird. Not that I said I didn't. I didn't. That's the thing. I was laughing at it very hard, but I felt a little dirty laughing at it. Yeah. It, it does add some enjoyment to the movie, but I. Hmm. Beyond that, I didn't have nothing else to that movie, but it really made my eyes hurt. Sit way in the <clears> back. <throat> the IMAX experience is a little bit better. It was pretty cool. And Devastator. <laughs> that's the thing I don't think I could sit through the movie again in theaters like that's what I'm saying when they should have clipped on David Letterman yeah. I'm looking at it and my eyes were hurting all night I think like I just remember I, yeah, I just remember I had to stop playing video games because my eye hurt yeah and then finally I, I watched the clip on David Letterman and I was like that that actually looks pretty enjoyable I should have just you know somehow burned it on DVD from I'm sorry <laughs> purchase it legally when it comes out on DVD and watch it then yeah <laughs> but now so yeah, uh, Mudflap and something or other was Tom Kenny. And Michael Bay's defense on the whole thing was, we didn't, I, it was the voice actor's fault. We just put them in a room and we just did whatever they, we took the best stuff and put it in the movie. I'm like, no, there's no way. Yeah. You have a history of putting dick and fart jokes in your movies. Yeah. But this just was a little overkill. The, the robot, humps Megan, uh, robot humps Megan Fox at one point. The dogs hump the dogs. Uh, John Turturro God I hope John Turturro got paid a lot of money for doing this movie because at one point he goes yeah I'm under the testicles of the giant ro- the devastator he's like where's your where's your pinpoint sir he's like I'm under the giant robot's testicles or ball sack or whatever and you're just like <laughs> oh, oh come on and you're laughing but you're just yeah you're, you're, you're yeah. groaning yeah but um, the movie mm. had a the tr- uh, fight sequence in the woods between uh, Optimus and the three Decepticons yeah. So that's the thing. There's some cool shit. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, hmm. uh, that's how I found out though that Michael Jackson died, and that was very to me. I felt very heartbreaking about it. Yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of his music. Yeah. Not a fan definitely. of his 
personal life, but yeah, definitely. Um, I think I I would say it would feel as close as it would if if I found out that John Lennon passed away. I think mm-hmm. that's it's 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 our generation's John Lennon. Yeah, I I, I do believe that. Yes, and it's it's not the same thing. It it will nothing will ever be the same as John Lennon right. passing away. Right. I, I don't think, but. I think it's the same thing because a lot of the '80s and all black and white. Uh-huh. Some people were, were comparing it to Elvis. Uh, I, I, you know what? I would actually go with Elvis too. Yeah. I would say more Elvis than John Lennon, but at the same, I, I was just trying to say like most everyone recognizes that John Lennon passing was just a complete shock, and it was very heartbreaking. Like people yeah. mourned him greatly. Elvis, it was like, well, we're sad, but no surprise. And now it's yeah. starting to. Yeah, I mean, you kind of know that he was. Taking stuff, but Michael Jackson, on the other hand, to me, didn't seem like he would possibly be taking stuff. Like maybe getting operations done, mm-hmm. but not. Well, I knew because he had his big his big uh, tour tour coming up this summer, like 50, 50 concerts. Yeah, or something. and the man's fifty years old. I mean, oh yeah, to be able to do a fifty show tour, and I know, you know, he'd be dancing and physical stuff like that. I mean, so I mean, he'd have to be able to, you know, do that, but. Just the, probably the toll that it was taken on him. I'm sure he was taking stuff, and that's true. Well, I guess you don't really hear a lot of stories about <clears throat> dancers, because even people who were up there, up in their years, that can dance, you know, were still like Gene Kelly. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think even to his dying day, Gene Kelly never admittedly took drugs of any sort. I mean, yeah. if he did, it was more of a passing thing. Well, I don't, I, I guess I thought of him in the same manner. I don't know. I I mean, I don't. But I I don't know. I mean, I know Michael Jackson had like mental stuff going on too. Oh yeah, I, you know, I don't doubt and, that. I mean, I don't know Gene Kelly. I don't know if I. I don't know if I. Well, I was trying to think of someone who lived a long life. Yeah, that still danced probably until the day he died, or maybe yeah. like a year or two until he died. But I think I'm sure he died for from you know just natural stuff. And, you well, know. I, well, he did. I think he yeah. did. But that's what I'm saying. Like the the dude was like 80 years old. Oh, when yeah. he died, but he yeah. danced till he was like oh, 75. Sure. But I mean, he was fit, and you know, he stayed fit. And well, I, have I you guess seen any pers- of his old his old movies like him as a dude you know, was he yeah. was ripped, man. Well, you have to be to do all the, that stuff yeah. with your. I mean. It's it's almost like ballet dancing, like soft shoe. I mean, it tears the shit out of your of your legs if you're not built for it. You're, yeah. or you don't keep physically yeah. fit. You're you're gone. Yeah, but I'm sure he, you know, he was beating himself to the ground, getting ready for this concert, and and also he's you probably know, taking he, drugs too because of all the just me, general media scrutiny. He yeah, and then he was taking take. stuff to like counteract the stuff. You know, it's like taking yeah. an upper and a downer at the same time. Like why, you know, it's not, it's not do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, it's very tragic, and uh, it was very sad to see him pass. Because, uh, yeah. You know, I jokingly said this on Twitter and Facebook, we also lost Billy Mays this week. Yeah. Now, he's not... Actually, a lot of people are like, you know, someone on Facebook uh, so was like, well, he, who cares, Billy Mays? I was like, yeah, well, yeah, he's a human being, I understand that, but uh, in terms of his point of view, he's like, he's not really a celebrity. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. he was on Pitchman. That show, I finally caught one. The show's good. The show was good. He, had a, he, he was also he was on Conan O'Brien last week. That's how I found out about it. I mean, he's made he's made billions and billions of dollars for companies, and you know, if you got something to sell, he's the guy to do it. And know? he's a really he's really, he's he's a good hard worker too. Yeah, like he really is, watching that show. I mean, you can tell he he knew what he was doing, and you know, he he wasn't a, like a pitch guy that wouldn't pitch something he didn't believe in. Right. Which, know? that's that's something you don't really see, because the other guy sort of feels like he would. 
Okay. Anderson. Yeah. Is that his name, Anderson? Yeah, the English guy. Yeah. The British guy or whatever. Yeah, and that's how I feel. So, I mean, he felt like more sincere. So, I mean, I felt bad that way because I was really getting into the show. And then also he has his four-year-old daughter. And then he yeah. also reconciled with his son of tw- who's 20, 23 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, which And he has a Twitter account. So, Billy he's at, yeah, Billy Mays' son. Mm-hmm. So, he's been now, posting not, on it. Do they know for sure how he died? Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I've heard two I didn't different get a, things. I didn't get a chance to check. I've heard two different things. One was he was on a plane in Florida. Yeah. And like something like the landing gear didn't come all the way down, so it crashed. And, you know, he was on the plane, and no one got hurt. They interviewed him. He's like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. But he must have hit his head or something. So but was, he went uh, to he bed. Bled. He went to bed, didn't wake up. Because like then Tasha I read on, yeah. And then I read on uh, AOL... Yeah, I was checking, I checked my email, and uh, they have the little news update or something on the main screen, and it said um, that he had an oversized heart. Like, an average person's heart is like 10 ounces. His was like 18 ounces. Jesus. And it, you know, if you have an oversized heart, it, it you know, works, I don't know, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. And it can cause all these problems and stuff. Well, I mean, I know the other But I don't know if that if that is like connected and you know. Well, I would I would probably go with AOL on that one because usually AOL sometimes is more reputable. I yeah. mean, I was yeah. just hearing that. Well, I was thinking it might have been the Natasha Richardson thing. Like, yeah. kept. I mean, it, I don't know. Maybe it could be, but maybe it's all connected somehow. I, I'm not real sure, but you know, it's all connected. There's yeah. a conspiracy. Let me tell yeah. you about it. Um, yeah, I mean that was it. We also lost Farrah, Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett, yeah. Um, in the time we were gone, uh, no, she, she died Monday. No, same day as Michael Jackson. Oh, that's okay. Who? Yeah. We, now, see, someone said that. Well, let me ask you this too. A lot of people who follow pop culture, they know the rule of three. Now. Yeah, I know. I yeah. Know yeah. Okay. What's your time limit on the rule of three? That's what I wanted to ask. I don't know. I mean, I think these three. David Carradine. Well, David Carradine. That's what he's. That, the, was, that was a little earlier, though. That was like two weeks earlier. Yeah. So that's my that's my question. Say, I don't think he would. I don't know if he was necessarily. I don't think he'd be considered in in that th- group of three. But see, that's what I'm. Well, see, I always use the rule of three as in if it's well, in see, Adam three McMahon weeks. died like Tuesday, last Tuesday. That, yeah. This was all within a week, so I mean that's four people right there, you know. Well, right, that's what I was I was saying, and then. Uh, yeah, wait a minute. Ed McMahon, David Carradine, Billy Mays, Fair False at Michael Jackson. That's actually well. Even if you don't, if you don't count David Carradine because he was like two weeks ago. Yeah, you know. Well, I guess that's my question. What's the time frame on that? What do you constitute? See, I constitute three weeks oh. because just the law of now. This, I this was a freaky deek just yeah. example. Weird and um, half of them were fifty years old. Yeah. Billy Mays and Michael Jackson the same age. That is, yeah, that was weird. See, that was just doubly weird. Mm-hmm. Like, fair or false that we knew her time was coming. Yeah. Ed McMahon was up in years. Yeah. We knew that too, but... Uh, David Carradine, wasn't he... What happened to him? He... Or no, he was like... He was uh, getting taken care of by whoever his female partner was. And yeah. Was apparently really he weird. said, you know what would be a really good idea? I want you to choke my chicken with a rope. Yeah. Tie my hands up to a post or whatever and then mm-hmm. choke me yeah. I'm like that's overkill on tying things up man yeah. I'm sorry See, I, don't, I don't know I'm almost looking at like an, 
unexpected death, like or Michael Jackson, I guess. I, I don't know if it's unexpected. Well, weren't they all unexpected in some form? Well, I don't know. Fair Fawcett, I guess you well, kind okay, of know sorry. that it was going to come eventually, and I think she knew, and you know, all that. The David Carradine thing, I don't know if that would necessarily be unexpected because. Well, I would say it would because he wasn't expecting to die from I guess, yeah. being asphyxiated yeah, yeah, during yeah. sex. Yeah. So really, then the the count would be David Carradine, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and Billy Mays. Did okay. I forget Ed McMahon again? Yeah. But would we what would we count Ed McMahon? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See. This is the question we need to get to you, fair viewers and fair listeners. What is the rule of three? Does it encapsulate... I, I See, I, I talked about this at work. I, I think it's three weeks, and I think it's any celebrity. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, that means we have one more celebrity within the next three weeks that's going to fucking drop dead. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing about this. Did you hear t- the whole Twitter thing about this? Like, it, it hit the news. Michael Jackson died. Twitter crashed. Like, oh. it, it was going nuts. But not only that, then people started freaking out. Oh my God, the girl who's saying Harper Valley PTA died. Yeah. I guess that's what I put on there. The girl from Harper Valley PTA might have died. Mm. Then I posted, uh, not I posted, but then someone started posting. Greg Grumberg from Heroes said, "I just heard a weird, freaky rumor that Jeff Goldblum is dead." I know yeah. this sounds weird, me asking, but is this true? Can someone please tell me? He used to be a good friend of mine. I've lost touch with. It's just craziness yeah. erupted on Twitter. And the internet. And I think Jeff Goldblum died. James Gunn supposedly died at one point. I think uh, Michael Bay died. John Favre. I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. And it's just like, this is crazy. Absolutely crazy. There's so much misinformation out there. Like, not only did Twitter crash. Well, I was but- at work on Thursday. And then one of our employees comes in. And we have a lot of younger employees at the restaurant. One comes in and says, Michael Jackson just died. It's like, what? Shut up. You're just joking around or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, some other people were saying it, too, and I thought, well, maybe there's, like, some kind of a rumor or something going out. I call home. I call Amanda. I was like, did Michael Jackson die? And she's like, uh, this was, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. 4 or 5 o'clock. No. It was 6 o'clock on Thursday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, I just watched I watched the news at 5.30. They didn't say anything. It was like, they, I figured they would have said something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I guess not. And then we had a couple customers come in and say he, like, just died. She had watched the news and, like, went to do something, turned the TV off. So it he had died, like, between me asking her and, like, someone... Coming in. And yeah. Just, oh, jeez. That's, see, that's, that's just, weird. That's very oh. weird. Oh, I... I don't know. It's so sad that you incorporate that, though. You know what I mean? Like, forever now, you'll remember that you were at work, you were talking to your wife. Yeah, weird. I, I, I don't know. Like, that's just... And see, that's the thing. With Michael Jackson, that would be someone you'd remember. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember where I was when I heard Farrah Fawcett pass away. I, I think know. I was here, like, typing something on Twitter know. or something. I don't know. I just was like, okay. Michael Jackson, though, like, I, I'm so sad. I'm, I'm also angry that I'm always going to associate mm-hmm. that with fucking transfer. She heard Farrah Fawcett had... She had... She had, she had <laughs> I'm waiting for this wish. joke. No, she had a death wish mm-hmm. that all the children in the world be, would be safe, and then poof. 
Oh, I heard someone at work. <laughs> That's horrible. Michael I know. And then and you know There's what? There's so many out and, there. And she asked God if all the children could yeah, come with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Suffering. And Michael Jackson was allowed into heaven. Yeah. Okay, you said you were going to bust these out. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Did you hear Kmart had a has a special going on? <laughs> right here. This is what you told me. This is funny. In honor of Michael Jackson's death. <laughs> Yeah, I said I set it up. You gotta say, "What is it, John?" What is it, John? Uh, all little boys' pants are half off. <laughs> um, in honor of Michael Jackson's death, um, the Jackson family has asked that <laughs> I'm sorry. that little boys' pants be flown at half assed <laughs> That's so, I feel so bad. I mean, that's so yeah, funny. I know it's bad. Um, did you hear they got the autopsy back? He actually died of food poisoning from eating a 12-year-old wiener. <laughs> Cock meat sandwich. <laughs> um, he's not going to get cremated or anything. They're actually going to melt him down. And since he's 99% plastic, they're going to melt him into Legos. <laughs> so <laughs> little boys can play with him for once. <laughs> oh. And then the last one. <laughs> uh, they're actually going to make his body into grocery bags. That way he can stay plastic, white, and dangerous to small children. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's all I got. <laughs> okay, and I want to talk about this last week. Uh-huh. This is the last thing we'll talk about is John and Kate. Mm-hmm. They finally got divorced. They finally got divorced. Now I don't watch the show. Yeah. But I just remember I was at work and it hit me that anytime I saw a news story with them, I became horribly. And sadly invested in what the hell was going on, even though I, yeah. I've seen the show, I think maybe 10 minutes, it disgusted me, so I turned yeah. it off. Now, do you feel that having a show like that uh-huh. ruined the marriage? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, who, uh, do you watch the show ever at all? Uh huh. Okay. As, as someone who's been a fan of the show, whose side are you on? Because um, the show's going to have to... It's going, it's going to start asking you to choose sides, no matter what. Right, right. Um, I... I'm not just saying this because I'm a guy, because there's plenty of other girls that would agree with me. Amanda would agree with me. I agree with John. Mm-hmm. I'm on John's side. If... I know he's still doing the show. Mm-hmm. And... That kind of makes me upset because I know he would, he just would just assume just stop the show. Mm-hmm. But now, I think if if stopping the show, let's see here. How do I want to word this? Kate, Kate basically said, I will do this show with John, with, with or without John. If John doesn't want to do it, you know. So I think now it's just the, t- the cameras are going to be there anyway. So John's just, you know. You know, if they want to put me on, put me on. You know, I could care less, basically. He's not gonna, I don't think he's gonna try to, you know, promote anything or, you know, he's gonna go about his life with the kids, you know, not do any of these special trips, you know, all this stuff that he's been doing recently, too. Yeah, I mean, and it seems, because it seems like actually more, like, me. like last week or a couple weeks ago. He went skiing, didn't he? Um, he went skiing by himself with some of his friends while Kate took all the kids to see Ace of Cakes, uh, Duff. Yeah. And they made cakes and stuff like that. And 
yeah, so she kind of takes them and does the little promotional crap, and, and he just wants to just be their dad mm-hmm. and, you know, be there and, you know, for them and not have to worry about the TV show. Um, I think he's in it for the best interest of the kids, whereas she is kind of in it for the almighty dollar still. Mm-hmm. She'll say it's for her kids, but I really think, you know, mm-hmm. because John can go out and get a job. John's a computer guy for something. I don't, or he was. Yeah. She, he basically had to quit his job because she wasn't around enough. She and was take out. Care of the kids. Yeah. She was out doing her, you know, speeches and you know signing out for book signings. Apparently, she had time to write three books. I, I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I know John tried had I. From what I've read and what, you know, I've heard and stuff like that, I, I know John has tried to fix it. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much just said, you know, Kate could care less if, if we're a thing or not, I think. Oh, I agree. And... I told... She she was on the, the Today Show, I think, a week or two weeks ago. I don't know. Let's celebrate the show coming back on the air. Uh-huh. And I remember... The, they had she had like I think almost all the kids with her uh-huh. and I think one of the little girls was saying mommy I'm thirsty mommy yeah. I'm thirsty mommy can I have a glass of water yeah. you gave who, the other kids a glass of water can I have a glass of water no you can't have it she was like pretty much snapping at the kid <clears throat> and then and they have it on YouTube it's like in the green room Yeah. and then uh, the Kate gets up gets a bottle of water and just drinks it herself and the little girl starts crying Yeah. and she's like oh stop being such a little brat and I'm just like okay even I would be like, yeah. that's you, fucking hurtful. If you watch the uh, interviews and stuff, I'll when they do the show. Yeah. They interview them on separate couches now. They yeah. used to sit together. Now they interview them separately because one's not there or whatever. Or they don't want to be in the same room, basically. Yeah. Um, if you listen to Kate talk about the kids, she'll say, my kids. Whereas John will say, our kids.
some good times behind music, you know. John Kate plus it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know what, before, uh, before we end the show on that note, I would like to say, uh, Harbinger, I've always called this on something, you know what, I think this is a bit of a hint The movie, Ed TV, mm-hmm. it's not a great movie, it's entertaining, but if you ever watch it, it's totally what this is right here, and that is, for those who didn't see Ed TV, I just add one thing, that's first off, watch the movie, and second, the movie ends with pretty much Ed being in a horrible situation where he can never get out of the contract unless some kind of miracle happens. And the way that everyone signed the release form is that the cameras would follow everybody on their own show on their own network. So, so and, and by that I mean John has their own show, Kate has their own show, or cameras follow them both around. Harbinger mm-hmm. was to come and the right. So, on that note, everyone, thanks for... Uh, we've had over 13 viewers today on the show. Thank you guys so much. On you stream, I should say, sorry. Um, for everyone who listens to the show normally, uh, we hope you, uh, thank you for listening. See, that's the thing, I, I'm trying to talk about that, and I still probably can't think of it. Thank you, everyone, for, uh, your support of the show. This month especially has been a great month for, for the Good of Ending Geeky. It's been a great month. Um, we're not a podcast who lies and says they get featuring certain people that they would have just heard, so it seems like they have them on the show.